Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner 3 days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our little feelings about those characters, and then make those characters fight for our amusement, and hopefully yours. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me are three fabulous guests. We have Jennifer Landa. Yes, your opening has a different meaning now that I wear it on my shirt all the time. I love <laughs> yes. it. Oh, that's so awesome, yeah, that people can wear the beginning of Databank Brawl on yes. their persons. That's uh, that's so awesome. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, we also have, as always, Mr. Ken Napsock. Good to be here. I feel a little out of practice for Data Bank. It's been a couple weeks, Comic Con and all the stuff. Uh, we had some episodes, but the actual recordings, it's been a been a couple weeks. I I, I got to make sure I'm ready to yeah. kill my favorite characters. I think, I believe in you. I think it is time to kill. That Love is it. what the third and final guest, my little shot of whiskey, is yes. whispering to me. Time to kill. Yes. <laughs> Time to kill. Time oh boy. to kill. <laughs> that, that is oh the boy. voice of my whiskey. Sometimes my whiskey says other things that I'm going to have Ken record for me <laughs> so I can play them when he's not here. Anyway, enough about that. Let's get into mm-hmm. Star Wars Databank Brawl. As regular listeners know, we get these character descriptions straight from the databank on StarWars.com, so it is fresh, minty canon. This episode, we have some characters that have been requested by, uh, by fans. A decent amount over uh, the period that we've been doing databank brawl. They are relatively new characters mm. to yeah. the canon, so I yeah. think this will be a fun and exciting episode. Our first combatant is GA97. Oh, yeah. Here is what StarWars.com Databank has to say about GA-97. GA-97 looks much the same as every other servant droid found at Maz's castle on Tokadana, but the battered automaton is actually part of the galaxy-wide network of droids secretly serving the Resistance. After spotting BB-8, GA-97 swiftly reported this discovery to C-3PO on Dakar. Resistance starfighters and troops then raced to Tokadana, desperate to beat the First Order to the site of the signal. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. So th- there's uh, some juicy information there that, that we didn't know that he was part of a secret galaxy-wide network yeah. of droids. We just thought he was maybe one droid hanging out in the castle. I like that information because I was a little, little worried. Bazine is there. That makes some sense. She's plugged into the underworld. But to have yeah. some random droid like, oh, I just happened to be here getting a drink. Um, <laughs> so I like that that it was a network of little birds. Yeah. As yeah. they would say in Game of Thrones. Yeah. I like that. There so we're all go. on board with who this character is. We all, yeah. we all know who this character is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he pretty, looks pretty like, clear. It looks like he's his parents were one was a 2-1-B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he mated with uh, uh, Joan Rivers' character from Spaceballs. Yeah, yes. that is that is yes. very very accurate. Yeah. Uh, oh this gosh. was the section of the Force Awakens that I wrote for Rift Tracks. Yes, and I honestly don't know if they used my joke for him, but my joke for him was very similar to that. That yeah. he looked like if a uh, Radio Shack in Kmart got drunk and made a baby, <laughs> because it's just one of the reasons I like yeah. him because he looks yeah. cobbled together. He's got. You, you know, in the original uh, Star Wars trilogy, you know, mm-hmm. we can recognize bits and pieces of real-world equipment, you know? Yeah. We got the ice cream maker. And I love that it's <laughs> his face is just, like, looks like the microphone that Bing Crosby would have sung yeah. into. Exactly. Yeah. So great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. what you guys are busy pulling up details on the interwebs, the, uh, the additional information in the wilds of Wikipedia. Ken, what, are you finding out anything more? Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing, he was practical. He was a puppet, okay. uh, uh, which, you know, not a surprise, the way mm. he looked very lived in. Um, his no height, sensor color black, plating color red, green, and yellow, very beat up, very uh, uh, very worn down. He's been out working in the galaxy for a while. The quote is, alert the resistance, their missing droid is here. Now, he, he doesn't speak. He, he 
twerps and beeps. And I feel like he beeps like an old time news serial. Dateline, Takadada. Exactly. Interesting. So, so that that's the quote is the one line of dialogue that he says. Has he appeared in any expanded stuff? Obviously, not expanded universe, but there have been a lot of those digital only short stories that deal with denizens of Maz's castle. Yeah. Um, Interesting. If, no, nothing. No, uh, non-canon no. Disney Infinity 3.0 and uh, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. Right. So. Okay, yeah. okay, so you could smash him. All right, well, you know, there's not much to know about him canonically, so we get to make it up. So let's just, we talked a little bit already about our feelings about him. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, how do you feel about GA97? <laughs> sounds like a prop that you'd have on a California voting session. Yeah. GA97. God, I feel terrible that I didn't recognize the name instantly like yeah. I would have in the past. <laughs> but once I saw him, I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. Uh, it's He is an interesting character. He definitely reminds me, so I don't doesn't look anything like him, but remember the movie Short Circuit? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, so there's just something a little bit about that. I don't know. Johnny Five is alive. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's like the hobbled together like you're talking about. He definitely looks... Uh, I don't know how effect. I don't know, you guys. I don't know how effective he's going to be in this fight. <laughs> I think that that cord. He has like this long kind of cord. See, going from that microphone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's going to oh, get in the way. Yeah, that's going to get tangled up in things. Do we have any shots of GA ninety seven lower body? Do we know if GA ninety seven's got legs? Is he? A, is it a treadmill yeah, situation? Yeah, he's down got. There? He's got two uh, two legs. Oh, he's two got legs. two legs. I'm looking at his puppet. Okay, are they spindly little legs? Bipedal. Oh, bipedal. Oh, I see. He's got some thick calves. He's got thick calves. He does have thick calves. It's almost like he got like weights on those. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got like Popeye calves for Popeye forearms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would look great in jumpers. Like, yeah, right? The. uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he's a little bit taller than waist high, I would say, on this person. Okay. So he's, he's. Uh, you know, right. sh- shorter. He's shorter. Uh-huh. Yeah, the better to blend in, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Or, yeah. So he has a lot of personality. And Jennifer, I know you like droids and you like uh, cute creatures in Star Wars that have personality. Do you yeah. gravitate towards him or is he like, eh, whatever? And initially, yeah, whatever. But then when I'm looking at this puppet, he's kind of adorable. And yeah. I'm, I'm, he's growing on me. Okay. <laughs> I think okay. he's got some spunk. He's got some, some, sp- some spunk in those. All right. Those calves. <laughs> okay. Right. So GN97 has spunky calves and a dangerous cord hanging from his old timey microphone. <laughs> old timey. Ken, oh, yeah. how do you feel about GA97? You seem to recognize exactly yeah, what right. I was talking about. Yeah, right yeah, away. yeah. Um, not, not by name initially, but uh, right away. Yeah, I liked it. It's one of those things we talk about Takadana and Maz's castle, uh, really adding to that flavor and a lived in galaxy. And that was it. I, I, I like, I really do like your explanation of uh, what you're reading from the data monk while I was there. I did have a problem i did have this little issue with just this random droid happening to see okay. yeah. i know he, he mm-hmm. communicates with 3po 3po is the one that kind of delivers the message really think, think of the novel more than the movie of i think we found bb8 and all that kind of stuff so i like that there is that this makes sense that the resistance has some has a network of spies i, I like the character yeah and I, i'm glad you pointed that out because i like in this maybe this might even come into our battle i like that he reports this not to the general base but he reports the discovery to c3po yeah because it elevates yeah. 3po's importance and makes that's cool that 3PO would be like the leader of a droid spy ring. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. For like once, that. the droid who can't shut up, you know, he, he, he encourages other droids, don't ever shut up. Tell me what right. you see. 
Right. Something that's interesting that they point out here is that he has collapsible legs to allow for compact storage. Wow. So he's meant to be like a suitcase drawer. And that's not just a production note from the puppet. That's a... No, this is, yeah, characteristics. Is that in the wilds of Wikipedia there? This is in the wilds of Wikipedia. Wikipedia is is much less wild than it it was when we started this podcast. Right, right. I'll keep calling it that for fun. Okay. Well, I I love this guy because he he had a cool function. He sounded cool and he looks weird as hell. Mm -hmm. I really liked him. So with that, we will move on to our next combatant. Our next combatant going up against G. GA-97 is Hurrid-327. Here, <laughs> Ken's face was priceless. Here is what uh, StarWars.com databank has to say about Hurrid-327. Right. A red-plated load lifter droid with oddly, oddly jovial programming. Hurrid-327 spent time at Maz's castle on Tokadana, crossing paths with Han Solo, Rey, and Finn on their way into the ancient edifice. The towering droid communicates via a binary acoustic signaler. (laughs) (laughs) Important detail, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, Hurrid, again, learning some names here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Hurrid-327 has been requested multiple times over Mm -hmm. the entire year-plus we've been doing data bank brawl yeah he is one of those characters who just has a second shot uh, maybe two to three seconds yep in force awakens but captured the hearts of star wars fans on the internet yes yeah yeah he was one of the ones uh in the you know when you first see him you know it's a brief moment in the movie but you see it in that trailer it was like ah this that's for me this was like ah we're gonna be okay yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, a star wars that, droid that's a star wars droid yeah yeah i love that he's a groundskeeper yeah. Oh, okay. Is, is that uh, looking up more information yeah, here in the Wilds of Wikipedia? He's the groundskeeper of Maz's castle. Nice. Mm. Okay. Well, that's why he his was responsible so for carrying her guest luggage. Uh, oh. So in theory, he could have carried GA ninety seven when his legs were folded yeah. up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hmm. Connections within connections. Jennifer, are you on board with who this guy is? You looked him up. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Once I'm like, oh, this guy. I loved this character. Okay. When I saw him in that trailer, I was like, yes, yeah. this is yeah, this yeah. is Star Wars. This is what we want. And interestingly, that was a, there's a I believe that there was a, a woman inside this uh, creature okay. or droid, um, like puppeteering it. Oh, nice, nice. I thought that it was all CGI. I did not realize that it was a puppet or okay. partial puppet at least. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Uh, Ken, do you have any other infor- information on Wikipedia? Wikipedia? Despite his oddly jovial programming, her mm. 327 was a bit lazy. Oh, ah, okay, that's great. Oh. That's great. I was wondering about that because the database entry says oddly jovial programming. Yeah. Huh. But kind of looks like, the is, is it a she droid? Masculine. 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 So he, here it looks like he is not happy in life in that shot. And yeah. you are being told canon truth from Lucasfilm that yeah. he's oddly jovial programming. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. I'm, lazy. I'm trying to find the link to where it says he's lazy. comes from an Empire article. Oh, oh really? The time huh. of the Force Awakens DVD. <laughs> Ten things we learned from the Force Awakens DVD. So maybe it's some... In the behind the scenes or something. Yeah, somebody called him lazy, even though he's jovial. Yeah. Oh. All right. Yeah, so Neil Scanlon, the creature designer, he said, let's put a stilt walker in it. And uh, they hired Katie Coleman, who was a stilt walker performer. And she was inside uh, the body of Herod 327. Oh, man, I wish I know if she was directed to be lazy or jovial (laughs) or both. 
Yeah. Interesting. He kind of does remind me of like, you know, like a like a British butler just kind of doing his job and, yeah. you know, carrying people's luggage. Just kind of shuffling by. I'm trying to remember, does, does he beep? Does he squawk? Does he make um, any little noise? I know no. Finn no. gives him a look, right? Just a little sideways glance, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have a canvas to paint on. <laughs> what, uh, Don't we? Here at 327 sounds like. Don't we? Uh, all right. Any other thoughts on here at 327? I think we're all in the same place of like... Like um, like these big giant hands he's got. They're yeah, you know what? Why don't you give a, a nice, clear physical description? Yeah, right. Uh, t- plating is red. Uh, a binary acoustic, a binary acoustic signaler, and a repulsor anchor. That's some of the equipment he's got. Mm. So hey, again, uh, not really communicating. No height listed, but he is definitely pretty tall. Real tall, based mm. on that uh, walking past Han there, and yeah, those big giant mitts his hands, man. Yeah, like and they're articulated, right? He's got yep. fingers. Yep. And looks like he's got just some big gloves on. Yeah, it just looks like he's got really large hands almost to make fun of him because he's got yeah. these spindly little arms, spindly mm-hmm. little legs, and just big effing hands, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, that's how we feel about Herd 327. We love this weird-looking, lazy, jovial droid, and that lazy, jovial droid is going to fight GA97. <gasps> Let us fight. Let's do it. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good. Now, we always start with where and when is the battle taking place? Uh, this sort of invites a certain locale. It does. I, I was trying to think, do we get cute and get around it? I no. think this is getting nah. mad. Jennifer's so excited to yeah. be at Maz's castle. Yes. Yeah, let's just go straight in. Who knows? Maybe we'll meet Maz herself in this <gasps> battle. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So now, is it happening before the events of Force Awakens or after? Mm. Oh, because the castle gets destroyed. The castle gets destroyed. destroyed. So, yeah. Should we go before? Before. Let's have some fun and just have a weird Lego Freemakers adventures (laughs) outside the bounds of any canon. Yeah. Well, you know, they can always get reassembled. You never know. Yeah, it's true. We could tear them limb from limb. That's true. And who knows what happens. So, uh, I think that this adventure needs to start outside the castle with Herod327 lugging something mm. right, in a lazy, jovial manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, so let's start with, uh, let's say that, uh, because I love them, let's say some uh, Dracilians okay. mm-hmm. yeah. uh, have landed and they're going to stay the night at the castle. Mm-hmm. They're, okay. they're, uh, they're bounty hunters. Right. But not, not too scummy. Just kind of yeah. just making yeah, their way in the just galaxy. Just making their way in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. So here at 327 picks up their big cases, and, and here at 327 is trying to make small talk. Right. Because oh. mm-hmm. he's, he's really taking his time with the bags, but he wants to make small talk. Now, we know that he communicates via a binary acoustic signaler. So we're going to have to decide what we think that sounds like. Oh, they open for Dave Matthews' band. <laughs> um, so. Oof. Yeah, so binary would suggest that it's digital, right? Yeah. That it's, uh, maybe it's a little, like, sing-songy. Okay. okay. Jennifer, what if it is a sing-songy, mm-hmm. metallic, happy, lazy voice? What would that sound like? Uh, okay, so kind of robotic, right? I uh, do not know. Uh, <laughs> not know. It's a little too high, right? Here it actually sings. And he's, I'm, he's I'm on the beat. I like this. So what is he? He's making small talk with the Dracilians. What does he say to them in this sing-songy voice? Are you going to be staying very long? <laughs> you have a lot of luggage. This is a great Disney musical. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's no, great. great. He can use I, his great. big hands to tune his yeah. voice a little bit, uh, uh, yes, like Wat Tom Bore even. <laughs> oh. Are you staying long? That's yeah. so great. Okay, and the Dracilians are like, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't want to talk about this. We can't tell you. Uh, so they they get into the uh, the castle, right? Right, uh, and I think Maz recognizes one of the Dracilians, yeah, mm-hmm. and shouts this Dracilian's name. What what does she shout? Okay. Um, well, look at you, Ortho. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you back? That's the worst Maz in the world. But we're gonna roll with that. <laughs> but Ortho is the great name. Oh, I love that for name. a Dracilian. Yeah, yes, it's uh, perfect. Right, and I think uh, Maz just grabs up these Dracilians and, and mm-hmm. starts chatting them up. Mm-hmm. She's got it. They, they, she's concerned about their journey in life. She's gonna sit them down. And yeah, talk to them. So they're her, valued guests in a way. Yeah, in yeah. a way. Yeah, yeah. So here it is is left uh, to try to make his way through mm-hmm. the bar, uh, but. GA97 is there and uh and I think that uh, GA97 
notices a problem with the luggage. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what do, you, what do you think? The what do you think he sees? He scan with his little scanners. He's got like a built-in resistant scanner. Yeah. He sees he sees something suspicious. Perhaps a document Ooh. of some kind. Maybe a hollow net kind of recording. Mm. Um, something that um, he thinks might be. Uh, causing uh, the location of the resistance base to be compromised. Oh, yeah. I like this. He he, is... he sees a holonet that has like a, a lot of encrypted information on it. Yeah, he can read that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he scans some uh, Dakar dirt yes. on the outside of it, on the outside of the casing. Yes. Ah. Yeah. So I think he thinks, I need to get a... I'm going to report to C-3PO for sure uh, right away, but... I first need to race over there with my big, powerful thighs, robot thighs, and I need to get a closer examination of those suitcases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I think... It, what do you think? Do you, do you think his legs are straight? Do you think he bends at the knee? I think they're, they bend. I think he's got that, and, he, and he's a little bow-legged. He, he, oh, he's he a little is. bow-legged. He is a little yeah. bow-legged, yes. So he could probably grip the yep. suitcases in his thighs yeah, if he yeah. needed to. If needs oh, to. Yeah. You know what? In fact, I think that's exactly what he does. I think he marches up, and with <laughs> and his powerful robot thighs, he just squat, seizes. Squats on them. He seizes okay. them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, for mm. sure. In between yeah. his powerful robot thighs, and just yanks the luggage out mm. of Herod's big hands. Mm. Okay. And now I think he says something mm-hmm. while he's doing this. GA says something? Yeah. GA says something. What is it? What is, right. I mean, it comes yeah. out as beeps and squawks. We're translating, though. Yeah. Right? Right. Well, yeah. yeah so let's. It sounds like, <laughs> like Ziggy from Buck Rogers <laughs> back in the day. But I. I sounds like if Porky Pig was a robot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, uh, he basically says, like. I, I am hereby confiscating these uh, on orders for uh, the resistance. Uh, these these documents. There's something inside here that I must inspect and report on. This is on a, uh, This is dangerous. This is dangerous. Yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. almost like he's short circuited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, you know, here it's jovial. So here it's going to try to roll with it, right? Yeah. So Jennifer, what does here it three two seven say? I appreciate your concern, <laughs> but I am the groundskeeper and in charge of the luggage. Please let me do my job. <laughs> I mean, it's a fair question. Yeah. It's a fair demand. It, it, it yeah. is a fair demand. Fair demand. Uh, but at this point, uh, there the luggage is still between GA-97's thighs. Uh, mm-hmm. But... Uh, he is reaching with his little his little hands. Yeah. I don't, what are his hands like? Do we know? Um, uh, you know. Uh, does, he's does got he have a little pincer thing. He's got pincers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, this is like now some other people at the bar turning. Judah Freelander is there. He is turning. Those little <laughs> bug, those bug <laughs> creatures. Oh those my little gosh. mosquitoes are looking. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, it looks weird because mm-hmm. he's trying. He's 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 running his hands. His hands have some scanning tools on them. Yeah. yeah. So he. He's got a big piece of luggage between his legs, and he's just frantically running his hands over it to scan the Dakar dirt. And he's going crazy on these. Uh, And people are now pointing and laughing at Herod. Yeah, this is about about Herod's reputation as as a groundskeeper and and luggage handler here. Mm -hmm. He's not happy about this. Mm -hmm. No. So as as jovial as he is, and he's a bit lazy, I think he contemplates just doing nothing. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. But one too many people are pointing and laughing. There's like an Ugna in the corner. He's never really liked him. He's like... (laughs) Oh, yeah, when Ugnaughts laugh at you. That's that's too much, yeah. Yeah. 
Grumgar's yeah. chortling. Yeah, oh, Grumgar's there. Bazine. Yeah. What's her last name? Natel. Natel. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's just making her little comments. Yeah, a little snide comments. She's not popular there. So right. I think Hirid reaches down mm-hmm. with both of his giant hands, mm-hmm. and I think he grabs the luggage, and I think he tries to just rip it out of GA97. Yeah. Crotchal robot area. Right, yeah. right. How do you think that goes, Jennifer? I think before he does it, he kind of sighs. He doesn't want to be doing no. this. You know, he didn't want this confrontation. He's lazy. He's lazy. <laughs> he just wants to do his job and then go on lunch. So <laughs> he gets, you know, his giant paws on the luggage and he's just like a like a magician, you know, with oh. a with a trick, you know. Like a tablecloth? Tablecloth trick, exactly. And amazingly, uh, G897's legs are still in position as if his legs were still on the suitcase. Yeah. Right. Uh, but he's good. Hurd's got the, the suitcase. He's got the luggage And now. I think the legs don't move much like a, a good pulling the sheet away mm-hmm. magician's trick. But that damn cord attached to his lower face, yeah, boy. I think, gets caught on, like, the hinge of the luggage. Yeah. And oh, it's, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think what happens is that uh, the strength of that cord, it's strong. It's yeah. built to last. So it doesn't, like, rip his face apart. Uh, but Good. it basically <laughs> takes him swinging with it. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. So here it pulls it, like, you know, from the left all the way over to the right and suddenly realizes trailing along behind it is the entire body and weight of GA-97. Yeah. Right. And he just kind of... Here it keeps walking. Like, he notices it. He's just like... <laughs> Lumbering along. Well, that doesn't look right. Is that a good song, Jennifer? Is that a song? Yeah. I love it. Um, and But he keeps... He's too lazy to stop, though. Yeah. Right. He just... That's a lot of effort. I think he says it to himself. He says, yeah. can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Keeps walking. <laughs> ka-doom, ka-doom, ka-doom. Mm. Walking through yeah. with the Ugnaughts back to drinking. Yeah. And he gets down kind of like a hallway away from the main floor. Yeah. And I think what happens is in this horror that GA97 is going through, Mm -hmm. his uh, broadcast channel to C3PO opens and he is broadcasting all of this. So 3PO is now on the other end going, What's what's happening? Uh, Jennifer, you probably do a better 3PO. Uh, Sir, what's happening? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, so now people are hearing a diff- a third droid's voice squawking somewhere out of a, a, some part yeah. of yeah. GA-97. Yeah. Yeah. This is an annoying voice in the yeah. background. Yeah, what's going on? And yeah, people are mystified. Now GA-97, he, this is a secret. Mm-hmm. People yeah. can't recognize the, right. the voice of 3PPO. 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 That was my whiskey renamed him. 3PPO. 3PPO, not to be confused with 3HMO. 3HMO. <laughs> Three GMO, all the great droids. Uh, they hear C-3PO's voice coming out, and uh, GA-97 yeah. needs to end this. Yeah. Uh, so what action does he take? Does he attack Hirid? Does he simply try to free himself? What does he do, Ken? Um, he... He he definitely tries to free himself, and I think he does that with uh, he tries to create a, like an electrical shock or spark. <gasps> oh, I like oh, this. He uses yeah. his droid talents to yep. create some electricity. I think every good droid has the ability to to do some kind of shock. <laughs> okay, uh, so he's got a shocker move. Of yeah, some kind. All right. yeah, yeah. Not and not that kind, but uh, he's got the electrical kind. He's got an electrical shocker. Yeah, and um, you know, just kind of. <laughs> Where does it come from, though? Is it a, is it a, a, an appendage like R two? Yeah, I think it comes from his chest, right? Because doesn't he have like some sort of power power thing in his chest? Not so much, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but any part of a droid can open up. Yeah, any part of a droid. So Jennifer, right. if you All want right. his chest to open up. Well, yeah. no, no, I mean, 
no, 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 I'm not no, I'm not no ending. I'm yes ending. Okay, okay. all right. Uh, yeah. Clarity, there's no, no yeah. power. Uh, there's yeah. no power thing. I thought that I saw that. Okay, no, His no. chest and opens. You might be thinking of either Ziggy from, <laughs> from Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. Or <laughs> right. oh, the boy. aforementioned Johnny Five. Uh, but I think his chest opens. Okay. And what comes out, Jennifer? Is it like a, is it a cable? Is it mm. a, an arm? No, it's an arm. Yeah, it's definitely an arm. A okay. long, skinny little arm and just like shocks. Okay. It zaps here. It. Okay. And like this obviously hurts organic uh, creatures, but for droids, mm-hmm. it risks messing up their programming, yeah. messing yeah. up, changing their essential nature. So I think yes. basically he hits yeah. here at 327. And it basically hits a bunch of uh, uh, different. Uh, uh, it, it gets inside, mm-hmm. yeah. so mm-hmm. it messes up his programming, and it. I think it switches him from lazy and jovial <laughs> to angry and jovial. And it changes his voice. Yeah. Angry and jovial. Mm-hmm. Do you think his voice goes deep? Oh, he's definitely. happy so being angry. His voice goes really deep, and he's really happy to be yeah. angry. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've, okay. I've met those people. Yeah, yeah, think, I am going to mess you up, yeah. and it is going to be great. <laughs> I stole the bread to feed my family. Here in three, two, seven, going to kick some robot ass. And uh, I think now he's now he's angry. Yeah, that's clearly <laughs> an angry droid. <laughs> so. What does he do, Jennifer? I'm sorry. I'm just uh, <laughs> get over this wonderful musical that's happening right now. Um, okay, so he gets angry, and he shakes he shakes his himself a little bit, <laughs> and he takes his giant uh, arm and hand, and he grabs G897 by by not just the throat, but by mm. that shower cord thing. Oh, he grabs <laughs> him. Now, this time he grabs him yeah, from, like, by, yeah, basically the external trachea is exactly. what it is. Yeah. yeah and what does he do? Does he throw him across the room? Does he pound him into the ceiling? What violence does he do now that he's got a grab on him? I like he, he pounds him against the wall. Okay, Ooh. he pounds him against the wall. <laughs> Just wham, wham, yeah, those, wham. Those hallways in Mass's castle, old, crusty, dirty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Debris flying everywhere. Very cinematic. Yeah, yeah right, for right. sure. Yeah, Maybe yeah. one of those little flea bugs that we're going to read about in one of those books. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. The Luke book. Uh-huh. Yeah. It supposedly was on Luke's shoulder while he was fighting the Rancor. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe that, those things are flying around. Yeah. Uh, plaster is falling into Judah Friedlander's yep. drink. Yep. <laughs> yep. Porg scurrying about. Uh, so does GA-97 retaliate? He, he, oh, yeah. I mean, he has to. Mm-hmm. I think, he's, I think he's fighting up. for his life at this point. Yeah. He, re- he recognizes that something has changed about here. Yeah. And now it would not normally be this physically active. Yeah. Almost like I've made a huge mistake. I've made a huge mistake. Yes. But I, I, think, uh, I think he's now, sw- GA-97 is now like, for the resistance. He's defending oh, he's the resistance. All right. He's crying out. All right. So how does this relatively small, battered automaton... That really only has his thighs going for yeah. him, fighting-wise. I'm looking at what... I'm, I'm trying to study Hurid here, and I think he has to go for that eye. That oh, sensor on the front. That big sensor, yeah, because Hurid uh, doesn't really have a head, right? It's Correct. Just a big it's just torso. Torso. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Big torso with a body with this red Martian-like eye. Okay. So what does GA-97 do to that eye? I think he breaks free enough that he he's still in Hurd's arm. 
arms, right? Yeah. Hurd's been pounding him against the wall, yeah. just throwing him against the wall. Mm-hmm. I think Jaden and Seven just with those big, thick Popeye forearm calves. Yeah. Sticks the leg out and just boom, kicks him right in the eye. Kicks wow. him right yeah. in the eye. I like that a yeah. lot. And I think the eye just shatters. Exactly. Yes. It, shatters. it cracks, it explodes, yes. it's sparking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer, what does Hurid 327 say in his deep, angry, but happy voice when this happens? No! And I think at this point he's like sparking. He's kind of like moving, uh, flailing a little bit. This is this is really this is very bad. Okay, this is rough. This All right. is very bad. Okay, so I think then here it goes for what he believes is going to be the kill. Right. And I think he takes that that vulnerable uh, cord, and I think he rips. Oh. Yes, he's got. Yes, oh. he's, he's got, got it pull, right. He's got to pull to kill. It's got a pull to kill. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think the oldie time microphone that is the lower half of GA97's face just comes flying out, right? Oh. <gasps> With a spark and a, and a smattering of uh, droid debris. Yeah, oh. smattering of droid debris, a little bit of dripping oil. Oh. oh. oh it's rough. It's oh, rough sad. stuff. The people who have been cheering now, they're like, ooh, we're used to organic things fighting. Right. Droids ripping each other apart. It's kind of... It's kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're they're getting sad. They're like falling uh, apart. Yeah, yeah. So we've got both uh, both of our droids pretty mortally wounded. I think yeah. this is a good time to pause in our combat and decide who we want to win, who should win, who would win in a fight, and you know where where our loyalties are going to lie. Do you guys have strong feelings, strong instincts? I don't have strong feelings. My instinct would be that in the end, Hurid would win. He's just got a little bit of advantage, size, yeah. and strength. And I want Hurid to win. But GA97, if he's part of the resistance, he might have some special training that would lead me to think that he would win. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. He's already he's struck yep. first, essentially, with that, that electronic shock. So Yeah. Right. So you think he might have one more trick up his robot body yeah. somewhere. Oh, mm. I absolutely think that. Yeah. So, Jennifer, who are you? You, you think GA97 saw some fight in him. But yes. do you agree with Ken that Herod should be the victor? You know, um, I like I like Herod a lot, but I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to be. I think that his height is actually going to be a disadvantage here. Yeah. I, I think that there are some tricks that G897 doesn't has not pulled yet. Might involve those collapsible legs. Mm-hmm. He maybe his lower stature will help in some way. Yes, I don't know. You know what? I have I have a thought, and then I want you guys mm-hmm. to, to pile on. But yeah. I think that he knows the history of all of the great heroes who have formed the resistance who used right. to be the rebellion. Right. And he suddenly remembers something that C-3PO once told him about the Battle of Hoth, mm-hmm. that legs mm-hmm. are vulnerable. <laughs> yes. And I think he collapses his legs, so he's mm-hmm. nice and low. Yep. And I think with his own hand, he grabs his cord. Yep. His cord that's attached <gasps> oh, to the lower part great. of his face. Yep. And he whips it around yes. his legs. Yep. Yes. And just yanks him. And he utters the words he heard 3PO say in the story. Which is good shot, Jensen. <laughs> Jensen? Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's a thing of beauty. Here it collapses. He's smashing people's drinks. He yeah. is flailing everywhere. Uh, Maz turns and suddenly realizes what's going on. She's yeah. really distracted by those Drosillians. Yeah. Uh, Ortho's just telling a great story. Ortho's tell- oh, yeah, he's yeah. such a rack on tour. Ortho the rack on tour, they call him. Uh, yeah, so Maz finally knows notices what's going on. Yeah. GA97 has certainly the moral victory there mm-hmm. in the, the the physical upper hand for a moment. But is that where it stays, or does Herod get one more shot in? Herod is about, he takes those big fists, and he curls them up, and he's oh. about to maybe go for the kill. There's something 
and the the wiring is sparking and shifting, and he kind of can't really see his sensor perceptors, you know, kind of damaged. The wire that has returned him to an angry and jovial person slips, <gasps> and he reverts to his old self. Lazy and jovial. Lazy and jovial. Mm. So as Hurid's fist is raining, about to rain down, mm-hmm. a, a bunch of terror on the face of GA-97, he just kind of stops. That's a long way down. <laughs> Hurid doesn't want to travel that distance. <laughs> yeah, I like this. He got back up, thought... I'm going to punch him, but then I'd have to bend over. Right. And yeah. it's not worth it. Right. And I think uh, to close out our story, yeah. they they clearly stopped fighting of their own accord. Right. I think here at 327 says, you wanted to look at this. Take a look at the suitcase. And, uh, and so GA-97 in his battered way is trying to. He's really messed up. And Maz comes over. Mm. Yeah. And as we've learned from Forces of Destiny, yeah. Maz knows the importance of story. Mm-hmm. She knows that even the messiest, weirdest story has a moral. Mm. And I think, Jennifer, that she comes over and I think she tells these two droids who live at her castle what they should have learned from mm. this fight. What they should have learned. What do you think that GA-97 and Herod-327 should have learned? What wisdom does Maz Kanata impart on these battling droids? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know that moments big and small are important. <laughs> this may have been a large moment between a big and small <laughs> droid. But I think it's important to remember that communication is the key. <laughs> and credits. Star Wars music blares. Communication is key. Oh, man, that That's was a beautiful. I can see Maz saying that. Uh, absolutely. That is some lessons. Oh, so many lessons from Maz. <laughs> yeah. Communication yeah. is key. That was a great battle. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and thank you guys for joining me for the battle <laughs> of GA-97 versus Herod-327. That was a really different and fun one. That was. I love it. I feel I like music. going back to Maz's castle. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. We, we got more to mine in The Force Awakens and Rogue One. Sometimes yeah. we get excited about playing with some of the older characters we know better, but it's a good, you know what? That's a good lesson that Maz could teach to us. Yeah. Sometimes when there's no character there, that means we get to make stuff up. Make it up. <laughs> right. Make it up. Uh, as always, if there are characters you want to see fight, uh, be sure to tweet them at us with the hashtag databankbrawl. Use that hashtag so I can find them all later. And boy, believe me, as soon as the porgs are in, don't worry. We're going to be porg fighting yeah. all, all night. Oh, yes. That'll be <laughs> and everybody was porg fighting. Don't worry. It's coming. Uh, Jennifer, where can people find you? You can find me on all the social media sites at Jennifer Landa and my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jennifer Landa. Excellent. Ken, where can people find you? At Catnapsuck. Look for me on Clutters, Thrones Talk, and Daily Thrones on Anchor. Quick look at the world of ice and fire. Absolutely. And you can find all three of us on Patreon for Force Center. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Force Center. We are building to our next big goal, which is $750. At that level, we are going to do some nice new non-generic music for all of our Star Wars podcasts here on Force Center. Uh, also, you can check out my Anchor station 
station headcanon and my uh, other podcast obsessed on feral audio you can also find me on all the social medias at joseph scrimshaw you can like force center on facebook and follow us on twitter is at force center pod of course you can also buy all of our merch on uh, t public and you can hear you can wear on your chest like jennifer said the first line from databank brawl and this final line until next time as luke skywalker once said well no one was really listening to him i care that's it for databank brawl Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider træt af alle de der podcasts og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.